Hello there, Dr. Bill Crawford here, psychologist, speaker, author of seven books, host of two PBS specials. Here again to bring you another tip on how to help you create the life you want. Specifically, how to use my life from the top of the mind system to bring more clarity, confidence, creativity to everything you do. Today I want to do something that's a little different. This is a request I've gotten some, from some of my YouTube subscribers, some of my Facebook friends. They said, hey Bill, would you do something on trauma, PTSD, pain of the past? And I went, sure, happy to do that. I've kind of touched on those before, but I'm not sure I've done a, a video specifically on that. So this is for those of you who are interested in that. It goes along with a quote that I'm sending out to those 6,000 people on my quote list. By the way, if you'd like to be on that list where you receive one of my favorite quotes each week, along with two or three paragraphs about how to apply that quote in our life, all you got to do is go to my website, BillCrawfordPhD.com, or just Google Bill Crawford PhD. I'll come up on the first page. Hit the subscribe button, put your name, your email address. It's free. Each week I will send you one of these. This is from a gentleman by the name of Actually Doobie. And he says, Healing doesn't mean that the damage never existed. Healing means it just no longer controls your life. Wouldn't that be great? <laughs> if we could figure out a way to minimize that experience in the past so that it no longer controls our lives, so that it no longer affects how we think and feel. Because a lot of people talk about how when they've experienced some sort of trauma in the past, there's a tendency for them to relive that a tendency for them to see life as, as a place where this is going to happen again and find themselves very reactive to that. There is a quote that I love. Uh, I use it in all my seminars and books. It's from Albert Einstein. It says, problems cannot be solved at the same level of awareness that created them. So I'm a big fan of bringing new awareness to those in my seminars and my books and my counseling. It goes along with the model I have, clarity, confidence, creativity, meaning we got to have clarity before we can really access our confidence and creativity, before we can really create the life we want. So let's raise our level of awareness, get some clarity about why these events from the past seem to continue to linger on and affect our experience in the present and future. Of course, it has to do with how the brain processes information. Those of you who follow my life from the top of the mind philosophy, you know this is where I use the science of what goes on in the brain to help us become more influential in our life and the lives of others. Got that lower brain, the brainstem. This is where our anxiety comes from. Got the upper 80% of the brain, the neocortex, where we make more purposeful decisions. The part of the brain that determines whether, whether data is sent down to the brainstem or up to the neocortex is the limbic system. This is what's called the scanner, processor, router part of the brain. And its mission on the, on the planet is to keep us alive as a species. So in the past, when we were walking through the jungle and we heard the roar of a saber-toothed tiger, the limbic system reacted, we ran away, we survived, it was wonderful. So the limbic system has a tendency to see life, especially traumatic or, or, or problematic situations, as dangerous. And of course, hey, sometimes there are. Sometimes there's things that have happened to us in the past that were dangerous. Maybe we were in Iraq or Afghanistan or Syria and we experienced some sort of trauma. That's what PTSD is all about, post-traumatic stress disorder. Or maybe we were abused as a child or as an adult and we experienced a situation that was indeed dangerous. So this isn't about pretending that never happened or pretending that it wasn't dangerous. It's just recognizing that the limbic system is trying to keep us frightened or worried about that happening again as a way of keeping us safe. 
but it doesn't keep us safe. It keeps us frightened or worried or anxious or depressed or, or traumatized, and we don't want that. So what I think we want to do is say, okay, I get that this part of my brain is trying to keep me safe by keeping this from happening again, by keeping it fresh in my memory, and yet that's not working for me because it's having the trauma control my life. It has me reacting to certain people or situations in ways that I would not recommend to someone I love that isn't working for me. So the first thing we got to say is, okay, I want to make sure that I'm understanding how the brain works so that I can influence that. What I want to do is begin to reinterpret how this happened in the past, what happened in the past, not in a way that minimizes it or tries to forget it, but says, okay, how do I want to live differently in the future? Remember that awareness. This is about clarity versus fear and worry. So if, hey, we were in an abusive relationship in the past, we want to make sure that we're very clear about the kind of relationship we want to create. We don't have to fear this happening again in order to keep it happening from happening. We can begin to create a different kind of relationship based on the values and the qualities that are meaningful to us, based on what we would recommend to someone we love. If indeed we were in some sort of a traumatic event, whether it was war or somebody broke into our house or whatever, uh, experienced sexual trauma, we got to recognize that, okay, that was dangerous, but we don't want to keep having to relive that in order to stay safe from it. How would I help someone I love stay safe from that? How would I use awareness versus worry and fear to create a life where I'm not constantly worried about that? Now, it doesn't mean that bad things won't happen to us in the future. It just means we don't want to live as if we're worried about that now as a way of keeping them from happening, because number one, chances are it won't, and number two, what it does is it colors our life right now. There's a gentleman who wrote a quote about uh, meaning and purpose, and I think that's one of the things that's going to be important as we try to make a difference in our experience of life so that the trauma doesn't control our life. He said, life is never made unbearable by circumstances, but only by a lack of meaning and purpose. Okay, that's a nice quote. You'd expect a psychologist to say that, right? This gentleman's name, however, was Viktor Frankl. He wrote a book called Man's Search for Meaning, and he said this quote, Life is never made unbearable by circumstances, but only by a lack of meaning and purpose while he was in Auschwitz, concentration camp at the end of World War II. So can we imagine any more traumatic experience than having to be in that kind of situation? And yet, he was able to give that new meaning as he went forward and have a clear sense of his purpose, and that allowed him to keep that trauma from controlling his life. So I think what we've got to do is redefine what happened to us in terms of a time-limited perspective. You know, one of the things that people talk about when they talk about whether or not situations bug us is, do we see it as permanent? Do we see it as pervasive? Do we see it as personal? Do we see it as something that's going to keep happening and it's happening all around us and it means something about me? No, what happened to us was not permanent. It, was, it isn't pervasive and it wasn't personal. It wasn't about us. It was about what happened to us. In order to move forward, however, we've got to give it new meaning. Okay, that happened, and I can understand how my limbic system would react to that, and how do I want to respond going forward? What would I recommend to someone I love? If somebody came to me and said, hey, Bill, this happened to me, what do you recommend? What, what would we recommend to those we love going forward? How would we define ourselves in a way that's much more about meaning and purpose? In my seminars, I talk about our highest purpose, which is really about who we are, 
And I really believe that when we decide, here's who I am at my best, I encourage people to make a list of 20 qualities or characteristics of them at their best. And then go into life defining ourselves that way, practicing that way, creating a life that is based on who we are at our best, not what we uh, need to be afraid of. I think when we do that, our purpose becomes clearer. Clarity, confidence, creativity. We're able to go into life with a sense of purpose, a sense of awareness of what's important, who we are, what we would recommend to those we love. We begin to create life from this upper 80% of the brain, this neocortex, where we have access to all of the qualities and characteristics that allow us to be successful. Do that enough, practice that enough, and this starts to become a new habit. We are actually rewiring our brain. Now, for those of you who are experiencing some sort of PTSD or trauma or pain of the past, I don't encourage you to do this all by yourself. It's so much easier when you have someone that you trust and can do this with. And different counselors have a different way of doing this. Some people go and help people kind of relive the past in this very safe environment. That retrains our limbic system to see it not as dangerous and helps us put it in the past. Other people are what are called more solution-focused counselors or therapists, and they help people kind of move into the future in this very purposeful way. Both ways are great, so you just decide what works for you and, and who you trust. But I would encourage you to find someone to help you through this, because that's probably what you would recommend to someone you love. I hope you're finding this valuable. I am loving bringing these videos to you. If this has been helpful, again, ask yourself, what do I want to do with this? I'm not trying to heal all your trauma in a five-minute video, but I do want to give you a sense of what's going on in the brain so you can stop seeing this as pervasive and personal and permanent and begin to see it as how this limbic system, middle part of the brain, is trying to keep us safe. It's just not working. If this is valuable, please hit the like button. You know how Facebook and YouTube and Pinterest and all these folks love it when you like it. Share it with your friends if you feel it's valuable. And if you want me to come and do a workshop for your organization on this, I'd love to do that. That's what I do. Go to my website, Bill Crawford, PhD. Hit the contact button. Let me know what you're interested in. Love to work with you around that. In the meantime, here's to you. Bring in more clarity, confidence, creativity to everything you do. And I look forward to seeing you in the next video.